0: Hey, 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 thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of For the Love of Myths. Elara Gray here. I'm so excited to share all these myths, legends, stories, and folklore with you. In this podcast, I'll be retelling the stories and providing some insight and perspectives into the lives of the characters. Because all stories have different views, understanding those different perspectives will help us appreciate the stories in a deeper level. So, come along with me on this journey into the world of stories. This is For the Love of Myths. For my first episode, I wanted to tell the story of Daedalus and Icarus. Yes, yes, yes. We all know the story with the maze and the minotaur and the feathers. But let's go a little deeper, shall we? Let's go back, way back to where it all began. The parentage of Daedalus is a product of conjecture. Many speculate that his father may be Metion, Eupalamus, Pelameion, King Erechtheus, but some say Erechtheus could be his grandfather, or even Hephaestus, the god of blacksmithing and weaponry. Same thing goes for his mother who some believe was Alcipe, or Iphinoe or Phrasmeti, or Athena, the goddess of war and wisdom. No matter who his parents were, Daedalus has made a name for himself, being mentioned in stories by Ovid and Homer, and appearing in founding myths of Athens, Crete, and Sicily. Daedalus is known as a very skilled craftsman and architect and being as proficient as many say, Daedalus had to teach someone the great skills he knew. While it is widely agreed that his nephew was his apprentice, some stories call him Talus while other stories call him Perdix. Nonetheless, Daedalus saw skilled his nephew was becoming. Even inventing the compass, which was a drafting tool. And the first saw, getting his inspiration from either a jawbone or the spine of a fish. Seeing all of this, Daedalus became jealous of his nephew, fearing that one day He might surpass his own skills, which is a very human emotion. As someone who strives to see all sides, I speculate that his nephew was just trying to impress him. I mean, having a renowned craftsman and architect for an uncle is cool, but being his apprentice too? Whoa, dude. (laughs) Even I feel the pressure. So one day, Daedalus became so overwhelmed with the fear of his nephew outperforming him, he decided to take his nephew out for an innocent stroll along the Acropolis. As they walk and talk, Daedalus saw that they were at the edge of the Acropolis. Hmm. This was his chance. Daedalus pushes his nephew off the edge to his death. Daedalus was found guilty and banished from Athens for the murder. I mean, his actions still kind of human because he was doing something to secure his position. Doing whatever it took. But it resulted in his banishment, so... Anywho, because of his banishment, Daedalus travels to Crete to start anew with his reputation in tow. Now, some stories say that he went to crete with his son icarus however it is widely believed that it was in crete that daedalus met icarus's mother Nicrate, who was a mistress slave of king minos so for continuity we're going to say that daedalus went to crete alone fell in love with necrata who was given to him as a prize by King Minos for being a great craftsman, and then had two sons, Icarus and Iapix. So here we are, with Daedalus in Crete, working for King Minos, who had a special request. To build an elaborate labyrinth. King Minos wanted a labyrinth to confine a grotesque creature, the Minotaur. In a future episode, we'll talk about King Minos and his relationship with the Minotaur. So for now, we'll keep them as background players in the story of Daedalus and Icarus. So Daedalus was hired to construct a labyrinth to contain the Minotaur, who was a monstrous beast with the body of a man and the head of a bull. Now, Daedalus built this labyrinth so well that even he barely got out of it. Let's backtrack an see, weensy bit and talk about a small part to one of the reasons why King Minos wanted the labyrinth built. So while Daedalus was building this labyrinth, King Minos waged war against Athens to seek retribution for the death of his son, Androgeus. Some say he was murdered for beating all his competitors in the Panathenaic Games, while Others say that he was murdered on the orders of King Aegeus, the king of Athens, because he was paranoid that Androgeus was part of a plot to overthrow and usurp his throne. Another reason may be that Androgeus had the unfortunate task of taking down the Marathonian bull. Maybe on the orders of King Aegeus. Here we see another example of jealousy with the side of paranoia. So learning his son's dead, King Minos pursues this war against Athens and Megara, which is a city-state of um, Greece eventually beating them in battle. As tribute, King Minos demands seven young men and seven maidens from Athens, every nine years to be sacrificed to the Minotaur in the labyrinth. All for the grief he felt for the loss of his son. So let's go back to the present time in the story. King Aegeus has a son named Theseus, who we will cover in a future episode because his story, whew, incredible. Now, Theseus loved his people and was determined to resolve this issue with the Minotaur, thinking that too many Athenians were sacrificed to the insatiable appetite of King Minos and his beast. So Theseus volunteers to go to Crete as one of the young men tributes, vowing to kill the Minotaur. King Aegeus didn't like the idea, but he too loved his people and despised being subservient to Crete. Now I know I may seem like I'm straying away from the story of Daedalus and Icarus, but trust me, it's all related. Theseus gets off the boat from Athens, only to catch the attention of Ariadne, King Minos's daughter. She falls in love with him instantly, but suddenly horrified to realize that he was part of the sacrifice to the Minotaur. So Ariadne begs Daedalus for help, knowing that he built it and he knows his way around it. The labyrinth, I meant. Reluctantly, Daedalus gives Ariadne a ball of flaxen thread to give to Theseus, instructing him to tie one end to the entrance of the labyrinth so he can find his way out. Theseus does as Ariadne instructs, enters the labyrinth, kills the minotaur, and escapes. King Minos finds out, and in, his, and in all his rage he locks Daedalus and Icarus in a tower within the labyrinth. Knowing he almost didn't make it out the first time, Daedalus wanted to find another way out, since now he had his son with him. One day, while looking up at the sky for answers of escape, Daedalus saw a flock of birds flying by. Ding! He got a brilliant idea! Daedalus began to construct a set of wings. One for him and one for his son Icarus, made of wood, wax, and feathers. Because the wings were held together by soft wax, Daedalus warned Icarus not to fly too close to the water, lest the feathers will dampen and get heavy. And not to fly too high near the sun, lest the wax will melt and the wings will fall apart. Icarus, filled with boredom, isolation, and restlessness, suddenly saw a ray of hope in his father's invention. Eager to get out of the tower and be free, Icarus dons the wings, along with his father, and flies out of the tower to freedom. Daedalus constantly reminds Icarus to fly straight, but being filled with exhilaration of the escape, Icarus forgets the warnings. He feels the breeze go through the wings, carrying him through the air. With the feeling of excitement coursing through his veins, Icarus sees how high he can fly. His only thought, yes, I'm free. Suddenly, in the corner of his eye, Icarus sees a feather come off his wings. First one feather, then two, then five. The wax begins to melt, feathers coming loose fast, and Icarus begins to fall. He falls into the sea and drowns, with Daedalus horrified, watching his son drown, powerless to save him. Daedalus names the sea the Icarian Sea. Some stories say that Hercules was around that area and gave Icarus a proper burial, while Daedalus flies to seek refuge in Sicily at the court of King Coculus of Camagus. There, Daedalus builds a temple to Apollo, offering his wings to the god. Now, some of you may may be scratching your heads thinking, uh, dude, <laughs> I thought King Minos locked Daedalus and Icarus in the tower after he built the labyrinth. Yes. Well, some versions do say that King Minos in all his paranoia didn't want the secrets of escaping the labyrinth to be found out by anyone. Hence, locking the father and son in the labyrinth with the Minotaur. But just for the continuity of the story, because Daedalus gave Ariadne the flaxen ball of thread to help Theseus escape, I retold the lesser-known version. Also, because there would be so many things going on at once, it would be hard to keep up as it is. But yes, you're right there is a version where King Minos locks the two in the tower because of his paranoia. Now, let's get back to the story. Meanwhile, in Crete, King Minos is still fuming from the death of the Minotaur, the treachery of Ariadne, and now the escape of Daedalus and Icarus. Determined to get his master architect back, King Minos devises a trap to find Daedalus, knowing that the craftsman would have disguised himself to avoid going back to Crete. He declared that only the most brilliant person would be able to solve this puzzle, which was... If anyone could get a piece of string seamlessly through a spiral seashell, many have tried, but all have failed. King Minos knew that Daedalus could not resist a good puzzle. So, news of this unsolved puzzle reached Sicily, and King Cocalus knew that Daedalus can solve this puzzle. Which he did. Bam! <clears throat> King Minos found him at last. He demanded that King Cocalus immediately return Daedalus to him. But King Coculus had other plans. He and his daughter adored Daedalus and would be devastated if he had to leave. Now, King Kokolus persuaded King Minos to relax and recuperate after a long journey from Crete, which King Minos accepted. King Kokolus' daughters conspired together to get rid of King Minos. So while the oblivious king was taking a bath, they poured hot, scalding water on him Killing him instantly. Seeing that he was the cause of all this chaos, Daedalus decided to leave Camachus. He ended up in Sardinia, where he supposedly spent the rest of his days. Now, the story of Daedalus and Icarus is filled with human elements, courage, jealousy, paranoia, pride. It also shows us the lengths humans will go to fulfill what they want or to fill a void they may be feeling. This story serves as a constant reminder that there's always something bigger than us in this vast universe we live in. Until next time, lovelies. Elara Gray signing off.